When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On tonight's Dad Band Land, there's no montage. What? What? Why? Why? Cue the theme! That's right, it's Dad Band Land. Welcome, everybody, but there's no montage, and you know why? Why? I'm trying to figure out why. Well, we are Dad Band Land, the uh, podcast of the music you love from the perspective of a neighborhood cover band, but it's not from our perspective this week. This is DBL Special Edition number two, Hidden Treasures. All right, Hidden Treasures. Is this like number one where people who listen to the show let us know what their hidden treasures are? Songs that should have gotten more recognition, yes, according to our listeners. Now, I'm Adam Felber. I'm your host. Oh, I'm Kevin Burke. I'm the other host. Over there, we've got Brian Frank, band manager, usually purveyor of the House of Wax, but not tonight, right, Brian? Not tonight. Tonight, we're all about your hidden treasures. That's right. And right next to Brian, we've got Jeffy Brannon, usually the purveyor of Jeffy's jukebox, but tonight? A purveyor of pain. (laughs) (laughs) Jeffy is our chief technology officer, so he'll be doing these needle drops, and... This is what's exciting. I put out an APB on Facebook and Twitter on our socials um, and my socials to say, hey, what are your hidden treasures? What are songs that you feel like should have been recognized more? And we got hit so hard that we have enough for three or four mini episodes, special episodes of Dad Pantland. We got hit almost as hard as Tommy Lee got hit by Brandon. Did Brandon hit Tommy? <laughs> yeah. It did happen. That did as a wow. thing that has happened in the last so many years that <laughs> might have been a conversation. Relationships point. change. Relationships right. change over time. So check check out uh, DBL like two episodes ago and you'll hear what we're talking about with Brandon. It was a guilty pleasure. And I'm the first should, I could start. It should have been a hidden treasure. Uh, but absolutely not. Speaking of hidden, hidden treasures, hidden. let's get straight to them because they were fantastic. We can't get even close to through all of them tonight. Um Thank you, listeners. Thanks for being listeners. Here we go. Gordon Kendall writes, The alt-country band The Bottle Rockets is one of my favorites. Check out Shape of a Wheel. Great song for surviving a pandemic. And I got to say, it's pretty great. Been beaten up, been beaten down. Been on top of the world. I've been in danger, been safe and sound, and I handled every curve. Day to day, I find a way to give a new angle a spin. I roll with the punches, I roll with the wind. I'm a wheel, no matter what shape I'm in. That's a, that's a great one. I remember that band uh, when I worked at Atlantic Records. They were on Atlantic Records. Great oh, were band. they really? Yeah, oh, great wow. band. Yeah, that, yeah, fantastic sound. I gotta agree. I mean, it, it it's got that the right kind of country rock twang to yeah, kind of bring me right along. Um, let's keep moving because I love this one on Facebook. This one's from not Twitter. Rich Highland says, "Calling Sarah" by Jellyfish, and I know 
Jellyfish, if you haven't heard Jellyfish, this band, they only had two records, and Music Insiders just dig the hell out of this band. Both records, Spilt Milk and the other one. Um, and this is from the other one. Um, just fantastic stuff. It's a little proggy. It's very classic rocky. There's some glam happening there. And I don't I, I don't know the story behind them. I don't know why there's only two albums, but they are fantastic. Let's hear a little bit of Calling Sarah. Some good changes there. That was good. That yeah, was really uh, good. The, their Wikipedia um, summary says that they're known for their blend of 70s classic rock and XTC style power pop. Who, well, you're never going to lose that? XTC. Who, so. who that? What, what's that reference? <laughs> you don't to? even know what that is. Because yeah. you don't know what that is. Uh, and you, by the way, uh, you could hear in the chord changes uh, to that song we just listened to, Sarah, that there is a huge XTC kind of groove going there. We have to trust you on that. You're going to have to because, you know, we, we we all share music and listen to each other's music here on Dad Band Land, except you two motherfuckers in XTC. One day I will tie you down and make you listen. Hey, um, do you want to throw one out there, Kevin? Yeah, you know what? I There are a few in here that I thought were pretty good picks here that people had pulled out, and some were hidden treasures, I think, for, for different reasons. One here, this is from Scott B. at Tribal Guitars, and... Um, the song he picked is Father, Mother, Son by John Karabi and or The Scream. <laughs> and we talk about Motley Crue a lot. And actually, I, lo- I love that John You Karabi. talk about Motley Crue No, we talk about Motley Crue. I've never spoken we, of them. <laughs> as a group, talk about Motley Crue. And I love the John Karabi album. And, and arguably, it's the musically their best album. But the world is not ready for that conversation yet. Anyhow, The Scream is a hidden treasure because this is rarely available. Like The Scream, the actual band The Scream is not on any streaming service. You had to buy the CD. This is a true hidden treasure that uh, Scott B's thrown out. But there is a... There is an unplugged version by John Karabi that is on Apple Music that we could uh, take. Do you have a link for it? (laughs) Motherfucker. What's the name of the song? Um, It's called Father, Mother, Son. Father, thanks for playing with my friends and me. I'm glad they got to meet the man I know You always knew the words and taught me honesty You picked me up when I was feeling low If I could talk to you one more time I know you'd work things out just like before. Suspended cord resolve. Where did I go wrong? Can you hear me sing this song? 
It's like a reverse Brandon. <laughs> a reverse Brandon. It's called a reverse Brandon. That is the thing, by the way. If you're if you're a band that um, that rocks a little bit and you make your sensitive ballad, you're always going to be reaching for that suspended fourth chord. It always works. That's it's, why. It's, it's, it, works. it is something that always works. works. It totally works. Um, here, here's what I want to throw on the fire. Um, you know what? Just when I thought we were getting too many responses, our good friend Ninja Brian, Brian Wecht, um, retweeted my question and got us another like 50 responses. But the one that he added is so good. It's a song called Lullaby by um, Ben Folds. It's from that that uh, that album that people, it, the whole album is kind of a hidden treasure. Another listener said this. It's the, autobi- it's the autobiography of... Unauthorized biography of Reinhold Messner. Yeah, yes. that's a great record. A great album. And there's a song on there called Lullaby. And rather than starting at the beginning, Jeffy, um, about halfway through, you, this this wonderful gospel tinged, great piano ballad. There is a an instrumental break that takes it to such crazy places that I, I just want everybody to hear the instrumental break because it, it raises it up to eleven. And- The medley of a musical where it's every song that's yeah, in the musical. It's the overture. Into, it, yeah. it, it's, yeah. it's wonderful because um, I, I just love this. Like Brian is so right about that. Uh, Ninja Brian, that is. Because, you know, you're getting this lovely gospel-tinged um, ballad. And then you lullaby, the lullaby goes off to, like, this dreamland of, of big band and just all kinds of crazy stuff. So thank you, Ninja Brian, both for the, the shout-out and for that song. Did you want to do one, Kevin? Oh, sure, sure. I absolutely <laughs> I, I didn't realize that that's what you were giving me the look for. Yeah. I, there's a lot of... No, it's glaring at you about, about bringing Motley face. Crue back in here. Huh? It's John Karabi. That was the scream. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyhow, someone, someone brought up Michael Penn's No Myth, which is a song I had forgotten about, and it's a great song, so I went back and listened to it. There's a guy named Michael. It might have been Michael Penn himself sent this into his own. <laughs> yeah. Um, if we can take a listen to that, it's it's just if you if you don't remember this song, it's just a great, catchy, well crafted song that's from the late eighties, early nineties, if I recall correctly. Nineteen eighty nine. Hey, look at that. Oh. I could have told you the eighty nine from that first guitar sound. From that bait from that drum sound. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is, I had forgotten about this song. It's a great song. Yeah, 
someone to dance I got right? a. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. in your brain. You forgot about it. Yeah. I, no, I got a fun fact about this one. Uh, my wife, uh, Laura, in the uh, in her high school, uh, whatever, senior talent show, uh, sang backup in a Pleasure Package, uh, covering this song. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm. So, so you have an emotional connection, a personal Sure, I mean, I wasn't connection. there. I yeah. didn't meet her until yeah, but it later was, in but life. But it was part but of the journey that led her to Sure, a yeah. post facto emotional connection. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. yes. Post wax facts. <laughs> <laughs> Retroactive wax facts. Here's a good one. I did, the Reverend Dr. Drew, Rev. Dr. Drew actually, said this, and I was unaware of this. Reggie Watts fronted Mactub before he became the household name he is today. The debut album was great, and the hidden gem... Has to be first time. I gave that a listen, and you know it takes a little while to get going, but there's no argument for me about this cut. Ladies and gentlemen, the jury, we rest our case on yes. that one. I'm, I'm going to be great. all over <laughs> that was some great. of that Reggie Watts Mac Tub stuff. That's fantastic. That is cool. awesome. And you know what else is fantastic? These sponsors. We'll be right back with a special edition of Dad Band Land. And we're back with Dad Band Land. Special DBL. edition. Special edition, your hidden treasures. And I got to tell you guys, you gave us such great music to now consider, and a lot of it was stuff that we did not know about. Like I, that. I, yeah, I'm actually overwhelmed with all the new music we have to discover, because this is so cool. And as I said, there's been over 100 responses total from our from listeners That's and fans. That's awesome. So we we have way more than we can cram you onto know what? one I'm dinky say, little edition. They, they generally have good taste. None of these where I was like, oh, Jesus, that's a hidden treasure? <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not a single <laughs> no, one. They're good. Yeah, they yeah, are good. We have, we have a high-quality level of fandom there. Yeah. Brian Frank, you uh, perused some of those entries, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I um, This is one that I, I was not new to me, but I really wanted to highlight for everyone. Uh, Rev Doc Drew on Twitter uh, pulled up uh, Soup by Blind Melon. And... Uh, this song is great, and what's interesting is it's it's one of these uh, songs for which an album was named, and then the song did not actually appear on I the album. I didn't realize that. Which yeah. Would... So there's their second album was called Soup. Right, which I assume this, this song was, was not on it, uh, and it was eventually released uh, on a posthumous uh, compilation that came out after Shannon died. And um, on a personal note, I worked with them when I was in my very first uh, job when I was in college. Great guys, great band. Love those guys. Uh, love Shannon, and he was such a um, incredible person and personality. And this song is just—it's a heartbreaker. It's beautiful. Can we hear a second of it? And the clothesline, cold eyes washing away the face before. Now tell me what's wrong. You see, everyone's gone. You gotta do your best to decorate this dying day. This dying day. Oh, 
And, That's uh, beautiful. That's yeah, great. My, my wax fact about that is it was actually written uh, for Kurt Cobain about the death of Kurt Cobain. Oh. And I happened to be with Blind Mel on the day that uh, Kurt Cobain's body was found. Oh. Uh, they appeared on the David Letterman show. And uh, definitely look that up on YouTube. You'll see... Uh, it was it was a really rough day. Shannon was definitely really. I mean, all the guys were really affected by it. But he uh, he dedicated the performance to to Kurt and then wow. wrote that song. Beautiful. And song. his voice is just it yeah. was unbelievable. I want to yeah. read what Drew said about uh, yeah. about that. He said, "Truly, one of the most beautiful and dynamic songs I've heard, and it almost yeah. seems like a privilege to hear it. A special secret we get to have together. Uh, well put is all I yeah. can say about that. I agree." Kevin Burke. Oh, hey. Okay, so I'm... Ah, gonna... it's young Kevin Burke. Yeah, it's me. I'm it's Mrs. Of... Burke's youngest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm bringing up a song here by uh, Bob Randall, right? And Bob Bob sent a bunch of songs here, all of which are pretty awesome. But one that I was drawn to is, uh, is a song by Jet off the second Jet album. And nobody thinks about the second Jet album. I prefer the second Jet album. I actually wow. think that... Bold call. Bold call. But the first album is great. It's got great rock on it. Second album, they actually... Have some better songwriting. I think I think it's more of an Oasis style Britpop songwriting amidst their rock. So I, I I recommend. I think the whole second album, which is called Shine On, is a hidden treasure. And the song is called Shine On from Shine On, the second Jet album. Check this one out. Please don't cry. You know I'm leaving here tonight. Before I go, I want you to know there will always be a light. If the moon had to run away and all the stars didn't want to play, don't waste the sun on a rainy day. The wind will soon blow it all away. Well, I could listen to that all night. Absolutely. Second Jet album. Yeah, forgot about that one. It's <laughs> yeah, great. it's yeah. great. I, that one. Yeah. I want to change up the mood a little bit here. Um, spicy Fingers comes open. <laughs> through, through this Atlanta um, hip-hop act at me that I knew basically nothing of. It's a Mina Mina good song. You know him? No. 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 Spicy Finger says, Lord of the Rings featuring Captain Mudfish Starbolt, which is, I guess, another Atlanta rapper, um, or anything else by these guys. Everything I've heard is fire. And you know what? I listened to this one, and I can't, I can't say you're wrong. It goes bump, 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 click, bump, 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 click, bump, 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 click, bump. I be Lord of the Rings, I manifest. Represent from the den, I don't wear no vest. I got a heart, my chest. Goes ba bum ba bum. I sway halfway the day's hump get over. I be Lord of the Rings, I manifest. Represent from the den, I don't wear no vest. I got a heart in my chest that goes ba bum ba bum. I sway halfway the day's hump get over. One out the ring, so now you got two. One more X, 
episode the fall time crew i thought you knew that you were a princess from the get remember when i was plenty you got shit but now you're big willy at least in the eyes of a silly lost soul you're burning bridges there ain't no fridges colder than the boulder wind hell freezes over so look over shoulders when peace taking over and i play red rover but you won't come over when there's plans for the Nice. <laughs> right? Nice. That, that's its own flow, isn't it? Yeah. That was great. All right. Let's let's throw it back to uh Brian. You have one more, right? Uh yeah. I mean, this one I just I just want to give a shout out to uh our very own Adam Felber oh, for uh, correctly acknowledging <laughs> that I will support AR Brown or on Twitter Vexel7740 uh for bringing up uh till it shines by bob seeger oh did i did i mean i, <laughs> Adam I think said i bet brian will have your back on that one that's exactly what you're, I said. you're I, correct yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew i knew it when i saw that i, I know you're a seeger guy is oh yeah wow. big, big seeger yeah me yeah. too actually are you see like, yeah. i'm not anti-seeger I, mean, I, I just didn't know uh, you had i mean seeger, I, seeger. I, yeah. Qualities. If you go back to your archives, I didn't know that about Jeffy, but if you go back to the DBL archives, you will hear Brian Frank mention Seeger a couple of times on our show. <laughs> we should have some sort of research assistant. I went, bring yeah, yeah. Up, right? uh, Laura and I went to his final show at the forum. It was fantastic. Uh, I bet. Yeah. I bet. No, I love Seeger too, but I don't. I don't. I don't own any actual Seeger albums. But mm. I. But uh, I like. Well, we're I gonna have to I, change I, your I, mind. I, I have his greatest Bob, hits. Bob Seeger and Silver Bullet Band. I had at least one cassette. Sure. At least one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I, that's what I did. Too, I, I had. So. I don't think I had any. Although I did learn how to play night moves on the piano when I was Ooh. quite young because you can play that song on the piano. Wow. That was yeah. not too hard. I want to learn how to play night moves, please. Um, and, and I do want to give another shout out uh, for creativity to David Healy or at Beeblebrox. It's cut off. I'm oh, dude, not sure. Beeblebrox. That's Zaphod Beeblebrox yes. from okay. the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Thank you. Um, but he, he mentions uh, both Peter Gabriel's Rhythm of the Heat from Plays Live. I almost picked this one. Which yes. I almost uh, picked up that record in my record shop. Oh, really? Shopping. Plays yep. Live? Yeah. Do I have, um, I have it on vinyl? I'm and sure. then, uh, oh, do you? Yeah. All right. Um, and, uh, and then he, he goes on to say, Almost any Scorpions song <laughs> puts me right back into my cousin's sweet brand new 1986 <laughs> Nissan Pulsar. So you know what? I'm going to go with any Scorpions song. <laughs> I think the Scorpion, comes up. Scorpions, I'm, not I'm us. Scorpions. Thank you. Now. Scorpions Scorps. are not talked about enough. I don't disagree. How many German heavy metal bands? All right. Absolutely. Get ready. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Listen to that guitar tone. Yeah, that, that, there's oh. so much chorus. There's so much. <laughs> so of a time. It's like driving a BMW. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, this, is, yeah. this is a sleek machine right here. Yeah. There is no deviation from the beat. <laughs> no, no, we got it set up. <laughs> You're almost there. We still got shit to do in the streets. Oh, out in the night now. Yeah, no. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, here we go. Man. 
you got to get out of the weed. Yeah, you better get out of their weed. That this guitar is, is this, insane. It's really yeah. what I wished adulthood was going to be, and it didn't yeah. turn out to be I'm that. so sorry about that, Kevin. No, you, you were know disillusioned I, I by this music. I saw Scorpions in the, in the 90s one time, and Cosmite came out, and he was like, Hello, Pittsburgh. <laughs> yay. <laughs> First thing he said Uh-oh. was, yay. And they made him, I was so endeared by that. It wasn't uh, like, yes. It was, he goes, yay. Yay, <laughs> like, I mean, what? Pittsburgh. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I love you, Scorpion. You really made it now. Uh, yeah. Hello, Pittsburgh. <laughs> this is, yay. This is no Munich. I, um, <laughs> I had a meeting with those guys. They were awesome. I, I mean, met, really? And when I met them, it was like recently, you know what I'm saying? Well, 15 oh. years ago or something. They were you, awesome. You, side note, have you listened yeah. to the podcast about whether or not Wings of Change was a CIA plant? Have you heard this no. podcast? Listen to that. Ooh. What? There's a belief that the CIA might have written Wings of Change <laughs> to bring down the, the, the Iron Curtain. Wow. Yes. Wow. No, I believe or that's probably not, not true. It's yeah. not absurd. <laughs> but maybe... No, it's a little absurd. <laughs> nope. <laughs> It's, it's not. Kind of it's not the most absurd it's thing. It's not that they did it. It's that they sanctioned it. It's <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, throw throw one at us. Oh, I shit. I got nothing. No, I do have. I do have one. I didn't send it to Jeffy, but I. Let me send it to him right now. If, so if, like you, a, if you just vamp a little bit, I'll do a little yeah, vamping. Yeah, name right, the right, song look, and then here's, vamp. Here's here's actually this is it's Bob Randall <laughs> sent this list that I fucking love. So I'm gonna pull another Bob Randall out because he Bob sent. Randall. He sent Fall to Pieces by Velvet Revolver, which I, which I think is a decent song. But I do think that it is time for us to revisit Velvet Revolver as a culture. Is it really? Yes. yes. I mean, yes. I it like, is. I own their, their, how many albums did There's they two. I, and I, I, I like both the first, and I liked it. I the second one, it. I, I, second one is much, second one's very good, and no one checked it out, I feel like. But Velvet Revolver... I mean, it's been 20 years. Do you know what I mean? It felt like this weird thing with some type of pilots and Guns N' Roses. And now, and now Guns N' Roses is playing Slither on tour. Yep. Like, like, it's time for us to look at this as more than just a super group and, and a, a band that existed in the early 2000s. Let's, let's try a super group. Yes. It's Velvet Revolver. That sounds like a famous guitar player playing there. Yeah, the more we talk over the song, the more we can play yep. up the song. I love that right there. That sounds a little bit like Slash right there. Uh, hey. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I think you're right, Kevin. I think the the band itself doesn't get enough credit because of the fact that it's this super group. They're like yeah. overlooked because it's like a, a gimmick. Right. Um, and similar to Audio Slave. And it's what we yes. talked about, whatever episode it was, super where groups. it's like where you take the singer of one band and then put another band Staple behind another it. band down, yeah. Right behind yeah. it. But yeah. This band was great, and I think that Wyland doesn't get enough credit for being the frontman of both bands, just like Chris Cornell doesn't get enough credit for being the frontman of both bands. And it's a real statement that Axel performs Slither. It's not like he 
had anything you know, to do with it. Yeah, yeah. It's not oh, like no. he would perform a lot of other people's songs. Well, you know, it's not really no, his thing. Well, yeah. also, I mean, this is how why I'm an optimist because Axl Rose, <laughs> Axl Rose was the most you know untrustworthy guy. You know, he wouldn't even show up for shows. Then he became the singer of two. The reliable singer of two famous rock bands, ACDC and Guns N' Roses, <laughs> for a period of time. True. And now he's doing this. Like he's come yeah. a long way in terms of uh, in terms of just his personality. He's a grown up yeah. boy now. Yeah. You know, now that we're we're talking about bands that really deserve the shout out, that, that's what I want to bring us home with. Because there's a uh, two or three. We don't have to do needle drops on all of them, but um, there are a couple that I selected for tonight just because. These are bands that we even haven't talked about that much on mm-hmm. this show, and, and I think they're wonderful. So Julia Spencer says Amsterdam by Crowded House from their Intriguer album. Now, nobody has heard the Intriguer album because it was like four years ago, and everybody thinks, well, Crowded House is that 80s band, but it's a good song. Um, she says, so beautiful it makes me cry every time I hear it. We don't talk about Neil Finn enough. Well, I'm interested. Didn't they join Fleetwood Mac within the last yeah. Two, four years? Neil, yeah, yeah, Neil and Mike Campbell. Uh, replaced Lindsey Buckingham uh, recently, and there's a brand new Crowded House album that came out last year. 2021. Which is amazing. It's really good. It's amazing, and they're uh, coming on tour soon, too. Yeah, I I, I love them, and, and uh, Julia, thanks for bringing them to our attention. Here's another one, and I'm going to want a needle drop on this one, because does anybody know of a guitarist named Steve Morse? Of, of course, course. Yeah. Dixie Dregs. How come we haven't yeah. mentioned him? Yeah. I love that that uh, Angry Algonquin said, The Great Spectacular by hashtag Dixie Dregs. Give it a listen and no need to thank me. And I replied, I have to thank you because uh, we this podcast, we're 18 episodes in. How can we not mention that dude? They Steve Morris, yeah. 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 yeah, but Adam, I'll have you know, you know, he's now the lead guitarist of your favorite band, Deep Purple. XTC? Deep Purple. <laughs> Which wow, Mark, he plays with XTC? Is it Mark Nine? At this point, which mark of deep purple? Oh, are we on? Deep, deep purple's in the double digits. <laughs> he's, now. he's been in deep. He's been in deep purple longer than Richie Blackmore. Well, let's hear oh, some. Wow. Let's hear I some deep dregs here. Give I us guess a, I should. You might have to uh, drop towards the middle because when when they, he starts tearing, he starts tearing. It makes it look easy. That's yeah. It. yeah, yeah. It, 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 it sometimes you don't even yeah. realize how fast he's yeah. going or right. how, how insane his ideas are. But uh, Steve Morris, hey, Angry Algonquin, thanks for bringing that to me. And I want to close out on this one. Just because it's our show, yeah. we should have the right to do stuff like this. Rainbow Core, who is a friend of mine, uh, he's actually the guy who's playing Mr. Cellophane in Chicago on Broadway right now and has been doing so for over a decade. He... He name-checked another friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours. The song is Records Go Round by a band called The Incredible Casuals. They are a Cape Cod, Massachusetts band that uh, never got the do that they need. They they still sometimes uh, reunite. They were of some note in the 80s, a little bit into the 90s. Um, They're still out there on Cape Cod, led by a man named Chandler Travis. And I'm saying hello to Chandler Travis. Let's hear a little bit of Records Go Round by the Incredible Casuals. They were a reasonably big band in Boston. Can't sit back, my baby's out of town, I'm taking records 
And that's why I wanted to bring them up because you know how when you live in a in a in some city or another or some area or another, you assume that somewhat famous local bands are famous all around the world. Like when I was growing up in Long Island, I figured, well, no. everybody knows the Good Rats. No, I had Donny Iris. I knew nobody knew Donny Iris. Yeah, see, besides. I thought the Good Rats were really famous. The Good Rats are a fantastic band. Um, in the Boston area and down to the Cape, you know, everybody in in the late '80s thought that. Well, everybody knows the Incredible Casuals. I thought you were going to say Zebra when you were talking about Long Island. Zebra? <laughs> yeah. Weren't they a metal band? <laughs> yes, they were from yeah. Long Island. Yeah, well, Long Island has more metal than that. Uh, Twisted Sister's a Long yeah, Island Twisted band. Twisted a Long Island band, right? <laughs> there yeah. are many people who say the Ramones are a Long Island band. Queens is not Long Island. <laughs> Queens, Queens thinks <laughs> it's not, not on the fight. same landmass as, as the rest of Long Island. It is, so does Brooklyn. <laughs> Let's not fight. <laughs> <laughs> And with no, but, that, but, to, but, to, but you're saying they seem so famous to you. You thought it was a right. worldwide. Oh, I thought I, I couldn't believe when I first did a show with Chandler Travis of the Incredible Casuals because I did a lot of shows with them on the Cape and in Boston. I was like, how does Chandler have the time? Yeah. Given that this is the internationally known Incredible <laughs> Casuals. When I went to when I went to college, I was incredibly surprised that not everybody knew about house music. Oh, interesting. I came from Chicago. Right, and there was, was no house music. Yeah. I, I had the inverse where every, everyone I knew was a local band, and I figured they didn't sell anything outside of ten <laughs> miles. And then, so when I moved to LA, I was like, "Oh my God, Van Halen's a fucking t- local town band." You know what I mean? Like, holy shit! Like, I'm in the town where they're all living right now. You know, like they're local bands. That never occurred. I'd never had that experience. Oh, I had that experience constantly, especially in the Boston area. I remember bragging to a friend from another city, like, "My house next door." To me, live three members of Bim Scalabim. I remember Bim Scalabim. <laughs> well, you do, yeah. but the person I was talking to at the time yeah. did not. <laughs> and they don't remember. <laughs> Bim Scalabim doesn't remember. It was a good ska band. Boston had a real ska scene. That's true, yeah. And speaking of real scenes, this show has been a real scene. I wish we could go on and on and on because your, your hidden treasures, everybody, they were just perfect. Yeah, they're excellent. They, I feel s- smarter. They're less hidden now. Yeah. 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 All right, send your questions, comments, and your own cover band experiences, as well as your hidden treasures and guilty pleasures. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kyle, do you have a crown of fame for one of our listeners? I was ready to speak. Yeah, but I don't think you guys had mentioned it. Oh, it was, okay. Uh, it was the, Par- the Paramore. Yeah. Who, uh, somebody yeah. mentioned a Paramore song. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, they they get the they get the they get your crown. Like I said, I, and I and I for, yeah. didn't quite make the show, but I forgot who I was almost gonna pick that, and I forgot who it was that sent that. But whoever sent that in, they were on my list. Paramore worthy. Paramore. <laughs> Kyle, unprecedentedly throwing the, the crown of <laughs> fame to, 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 to someone, someone, someone who was not on the here. show. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right, follow us on the socials. We love that you gave us so much for this show tonight. Dad Bandland is produced by me and Jeffy Branion. Opening music montage by Jeffy, though they're one one tonight. Editing in Starburst production by Kyle Unprecedented McGraw. <laughs> our, our theme song is by Adam Korn. This has been DBL Special Edition number two. Two. DBL, everybody. To right the wrongs, we must rise above. Everyone. Star Bands Avenue, a podcast network. <clears throat>